The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Let's do this. This is, a, this is an interesting conversation. Yeah, so I, I'm sure everyone's heard about this. Liam Neeson, he's got a new movie coming out. Um, the movie is uh, called Cold Pursuit. And I've not seen the trailers for it. I don't know. But I think the the idea is a sort of a vigilante kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Liam Neeson does whatever Liam Neeson does. So at in some, every movie, he does the same yeah, thing, right? So. You know, he's a tough guy or whatever. So in, in an interview, uh, and it was promotional, I'm sure, for this movie. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's where, well, I shouldn't even start making excuses for him. I'm not going to. He says in this interview a few days ago that uh, someone he knew and cared about got raped. By a black man. Years ago. Years 40 ago. 40 years ago. And he says that as a result of that experience, that he actually went out and walked to the streets looking to kill a black man. That's what he said in the interview. That he had a some weapon with him and he was he was he wasn't gonna do it, you know, just arbitrarily. He was looking to get hassled by some black guy and then he was going to to hurt or kill him. That's He's, what he said. The quote was, I went up and down areas with a kosh, which is a blackjack-like club, hoping mm-hmm. I'd be approached by somebody. I'm ashamed to say it, and I did it for about a week, hoping some black uh, guy would come out of a pub and go, have a go at me about something, you know, so that I could kill him. There you go. So I could kill him. Now, there was some pushback to that, as you can imagine, not the least of which was... Um, his premiere in New York was canceled. Uh-huh. Uh, so then he appeared on Good Morning America, uh-huh. and um, he tried to sort of qualify his statement. I was trying to show honor and stand up for my dear friend in this terrible medieval fashion. I'm fairly, I'm a fairly intelligent guy, and that's why it shocked me when I came down to earth after having these horrible feelings. So he's basically saying now that in hindsight he realized. Um, just how bad it was that he did that or or felt that way. And my question is this, and this is the question that I posed on the announcers as well, but I'm curious to see what our our, our listeners at 630-630, or if you want to phone us, 496-0063. My question is this, why is there not a greater pushback to his statement? My question is, if it were um, a black celebrity an indigenous celebrity, an Asian whatever, who said that they spent a week walking the streets looking to kill a white man, would it have gotten the same lack of pushback? Because I'm not seeing a ton of pushback to the statement. Well, there there have been numerous newspaper articles about it, especially in in England. There's been all sorts of opinion columns done on it. The Toronto Star did uh, something on it today. Um... But yeah. So this text, let's get to this. Liam said that he would have done the same if he, if he was white. Well, it's still racist. There's a difference, That's what though. people are still saying that would still be racist because you're tar- targeting, targeting a race. Right? A race. But, but the, here's the thing. There's one thing that if someone were to harm a family member of mine and you were to say, listen, you know what? It won't go to court. I'll kill the person. You're speaking of the specific person. And it really doesn't matter if they're white, black, green. It doesn't matter. But what Liam was saying was that because it was a black man, he just wanted to pick a random Mm -hmm. black person and Mm -hmm. kill them. Mm -hmm. And that, 
to me, to my way of thinking, falls directly on the side of racism. And it's, again, it was years ago, he says, when he woke up, he realized what a horrible thing it was. Went to therapy, he says. Well, he, he said he didn't go all. to therapy. He talked to a priest. Oh, he he said, he, priest, yeah, okay. he didn't go to any uh, therapy for per se, but he did talk to a priest and he realized what he had said was wrong. And I don't, I guess... I'm just not quite understanding why he's getting a pass on this. And I'm, well, I'm not I, looking to I, I get people angry. Think he's, I don't necessarily think he's he's getting a pass on it. I think that there are there is attention on it. It's going to be on, on, the, on the entertainment shows, all of that sort of stuff. Um, will we see um, You know, people still show up to the movies? Who knows? Um, will he be working for the next little while? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, I think it's too soon to tell yeah. about that. I, I haven't heard of anyone calling for a boycott of the movie. No. I mean, you, as you say, and you're right, people are commenting on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the media is writing about yep. it. But I'm not seeing that groundswell that I would have expected, nor am I asking for it. I'm just noting the fact that I'm not seeing mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. where, okay, so you know what? We're not going to support his movie. I'm not seeing that anywhere, and I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand. There seems to be a double standard at play here. And again, I'm not what, saying... What kind of double standard on what... If it way? were the other way around. Oh, I, I see. Okay. Yeah. That I, I think you would see an immediate reaction and uh, a demand for a, a more formal apology. That of a, a black man said yes, he could be yes. about all the white people. And a demand and- that he take uh, his profit from the movie and support mm-hmm. the NAACP or something. Like you would... Mm-hmm. I just feel like that would be the re- that would be the guttural reaction of anyone if it were the other I, way. Around. I wonder if, in part, it is um, because he's a he's a fairly you know he, he's you know I, I would say innocuous. I, I like okay, he may be a list. I would say maybe more kind of B list. He's been in a lot of movies, that sort of stuff. There's not a history there of. That we know of, of saying things like that, right. or you know, it's just so out, out of the blue. Um, See, let me let me uh, this text, mm-hmm. and again, I believe it's a guy being honest. I don't know about you guys, but there has been a time in my life where I've had thoughts of killing someone if they ever wronged me in a certain way. I'm not going to read the rest of the text because the point is this: he wasn't looking to kill the black man who, who raped, raped his the, yeah. friend. He was looking to kill any, any black, black man, man. and, and there's a the difference. difference. Yeah. Yeah, there was one columnist. Uh, well, you know, if you if you look at them, um, some are saying, you know, Liam who, you know, that we're not going to see much of him coming up. Others are saying it's t- terrifying, sickening, and really saddening. But to go to that text, uh, one columnist suggested that quote he was brave to admit a terrible, terrible thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one from the Daily Mirror. Liam Neeson gave one of the most explosive career-ending interviews I've ever heard. Career-ending interviews, yeah. Uh, Gary Young from The Guardian says we should at the very least admire Neeson for his candor. And um, they're saying, you know, it brings up the conversa- conversation uh, about racism and, the, and, and, and where we've been and where we still are. Uh, this one from the Daily Mirror says I don't think Liam Neeson is a racist. However, you could certainly make a case against him if you were so inclined. You could damn him to hell forever because he certainly committed a terrible sin by Hollywood standards. The ultimate sin, perhaps, the definite definitive transgression when asked a question, he tried to tell the truth. Now, how long ago was this incident? Because 40 years ago. It was 40 years ago. 40 years ago. Okay. 
Yeah, I like I say, I'm asking the question because... He admitted the wickedness of his thinking? Yeah. So, you know, I've got... Others saying he's committed career suicide? Yeah. I, you know, I've got a theory, and maybe taking Liam Neeson out of this, I've got a theory, and I mentioned it on um, announcers as well. We, we expanded upon this conversation on announcers. You'll, you can hear it. Saturday at night. I've got a theory, and I've told you this in one form or another over the years we've been mm-hmm. together, that there's two things that have happened as a result of the attention that's been drawn to um, chauvinism and to uh, racism and to uh, whatever, you know, all the isms. That some people have changed their views, mm-hmm. and maybe Liam Neeson is among them, right? Um, and I think others have learned not to say their views out loud. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a difference. And I'll give you an example. You, well, I don't want to use you and I, but uh, you have have an individual who says, I will not tell um, a racist joke. I simply won't, right? Mm -hmm. And I won't tolerate racism in my household. And good on you. And then somebody, either in your group or outside of your group at a function, tells a racist Mm -hmm. joke. And you don't laugh because you won't support that. But do you step up and say something? Do you actually go, listen, man, that's racist. You shouldn't do it. Like, you know what I mean? So there's there's sort of three levels. There's those who kind of hide their racism or whateverism. There's those who tolerate it. And then there's those who actually fight uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. And I feel like in a lot of cases, we have individuals who are out there in the public eye who publicly um, uh, put down all the isms, but privately still do it. And then they're simply doing it privately because nobody's watching. They haven't really changed their views Mm -hmm. at all. And I've said this to you before that I think all of this political correctness and all of this concern and all these movements has not eliminated all these problems. It's simply driven it, for the most part, underground. But we're talking about them more. We are talking we about are? it more, and, and more people, I do believe, are standing up. I, Andrew, I think you're right that there are still plenty of people out there that will hide it, will now say, okay, well, I can't do that anymore, but I can say it around my friends, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that there are other people that are actually taking a stand and, and right. making a difference. So listen, I want to address this text. Andrew, have you ever lusted after another man's wife or had carnal thoughts? Stop putting down honesty. I'm not putting down honesty. Do you remember what the question was at the beginning? I'm not saying whether or not Liam Neeson should have said that he had these thoughts 40 years ago. I'm saying that the pushback to him saying it, I believe, is far different than the pushback would have been had it been a black celebrity saying that he stalked white men for a week. I'm not saying that Liam Neeson was wrong to admit it. I'm not saying that he did, that you know his views have not changed. The question I asked was, would the pushback be the same if it was a black celebrity talking about stalking white men? That's the question. So I'm not putting Liam Neeson down for being honest at all. I also think stalking is is not the appropriate word. Um, Hunting? uh, Well, no, he wasn't hunting. He wasn't stalking. He said that he was out hoping that someone would come out drunk out of a bar, bump into him, make a scene. Yeah, he was out there. Well, he was was out there looking for trouble. That's hunting. I mean, he was Uh, hunting for trouble. uh, Yeah, okay. Um, We need to take a break here, Kevin. We'll get your phone call after this. We're talking about uh, Liam Neeson, the actor's uh, comments recently, and about the the uh, the blowback uh, about it. Kevin has been holding patiently on the phone. He wants to talk. Hi, Kevin. Oh, hoi, hoi. Hi. How are you guys doing? Good. What's Good. Mind? Good. Um, okay, so this whole Liam Neeson being a racist thing, first of all, you know what? 
Uh, there has been blowback about it. Uh, his 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 premiere in New York was canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, many people on uh, Twitter, from what, what I've gathered, just uh, just nailing him um, uh, for something that happened 40 years ago, and he apologized for. It. He realized his mistake, and he said, "Oh, you know what? When my brain, when he had a moment of clarity." said my brain was not working right uh not those exact words but uh what uh he apologized for this uh and uh, uh andrew your 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 uh your whole thing on uh would there be uh, more blowback if if uh the coin was flipped mm-hmm. uh let's go back to about two three years ago in calgary uh indigenous uh lady she, she's intoxicated. She starts yelling, I'm going to punch the first white person that I see. When she turns the corner, sees a white lady right downtown Calgary. You guys covered this story. She punches the lady in the face, busts her nose, goes to court. Oh, no, it's not a hate crime. It's just typical assault. So uh, mm-hmm. where was the blowback on that? Mm-hmm. Nobody blew, uh, blew that back. She's a product of society. She's a product of... Uh, of uh, uh, of uh, uh, the scoop, uh, the sixty scoop, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Now, also, let's, let's take a look at the, at the ones I like to call people racist for for a second. Uh, typically, liberals or Democrats here. Uh, Virginia Governor Ralph Natham. Uh, he uh, back in 1984, he dressed up in blackface, uh, standing next to a, next to a guy. And a KKK. Now, me personally, in 1984, I think that uh, 1984 was a was another lifetime ago. You 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 definitely were there. I was there. Morals and, and views were were different. That was funny. It was 1984, but yet uh. he apologized and he retracted retracted his apology. And uh, uh, the ones that you, the usual uh, racist callers, are backing this guy. Uh, Kevin, almost uh, out of time. Wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, how, you say something when you're younger. You you have beliefs when you're younger. When does that all go away? Like uh, the, the the whole level of social media nowadays. You can't you can't even sneeze uh, sneeze in the wrong direction. You're called a racist. You're called a bigot. You're you're called something. And past comes up twenty forty years ago, just because of social media, and because of people that have nothing better to do with their lives. Even though a person's completely changed. I mean, Kevin, Kevin, so, gotta go. I gotta go. We we gotta yeah, go. Thanks yeah, for your call. Uh, I appreciate it. All I have to say, nineteen eighty four. I was fourteen years old, and I I knew that the KKK was wrong. Sure. When I was fourteen years yep. old. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.